That is so fetch. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Little geek, lost. Little geek, lost. Little geek, lost. Little geek, lost. Alright, so we're back with another episode of Little Geek Lost, and I actually have a Canadian on the show, which is like a big deal, because I've just had a ton of Americans on lately. So, tell us who you are and where you're from. Well, I feel like such a knob. What do you mean you haven't had any Canadians on? That's crazy. The only Canadians that I end up having on is like my friend who lives in town. Well, I'm sure the Fen does a good job. <laughs> it's just been like a stream of Americans. Damn Americans. Yeah. Taking our jobs. Exactly. <laughs> I'm Fear Innes at FYFC Podcasts. Uh, I host Fearcast and Fifthcast and do a bunch of other little things. <laughs> and you live in Alberta. Alberta. <laughs> almost the other side of the country. Yeah, almost. We're just uh, just shy of them hippies in BC. Yeah. So, well, and I'm like about halfway, about halfway across the country, just about. Where are you again? Thunder Bay, Ontario. Ah, oh, Thunder Bay. Yeah, so we're closer to Manitoba. We're on the complete, like, left side of Lake Superior. Yeah, we uh, we just we drove home from here to we're actually we're originally from southwestern Ontario, so like Windsor, London area. Okay, yeah. So we drove back last year, about this time, maybe last month, about this time. A year ago. And uh, it was the first time I ever went through Th- Thunder Bay. <laughs> you have to go through Thunder Bay if you're going down to Trans-Canada. <laughs> True story. Or one Saw road. <laughs> <laughs> Saw a lot of moose. Yeah, there's a lot of moose here. A lot of bears this year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I drove to uh, Ottawa once, and that was like a 20-hour trip around the lake. Nice. Which is kind of funny because it's like still the same province. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you like you look at Americans, and it's like twenty hours to take you across like eight states, pretty much. Yeah, for sure. And you can't even get out of Ontario. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's what like the kids were having trouble with is we're like we're still in Ontario. They're like it's been three days. Yeah, we know. <laughs> it's kind of big. <laughs> It'd be a lot easier if there was like a bridge across the lake. Oh yeah, that'd be sweet. But you have to go all the way around, and then it's even. Whoa. Intergalactic. Yeah, it's GoDaddy calling my cell phone. Those they hung holes. up on their chat. <laughs> I love they just like take it upon themselves to call me. Because <laughs> I closed the chat window and was like, bye. <laughs> yeah, wait, get her back on the horn. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that's my text message is a loon. <laughs> <laughs> now they're texting you? Yep. <laughs> oh my God, you're going to get some GoDaddy dick pics. They're like, they're pretty on the ball with customer support for that stuff. Like, they'll call you right away. Anytime I, like, get a new domain or anything, they call me right away. Hey, you need any help setting it up? No, that's okay. Sorry, GoDaddy. But yeah, like, driving around the lake, because when I went to Ottawa, there's, like, you can go around the lake, so it's, like, the southern route, or you can take the northern route, which takes you up through all these little tiny French towns. And there's actually (laughs) one called Moonbeam. (laughs) Oh, Moonbeam. And it's, like, all French, but then there's, like, this stretch of highway where there's just nothing. So it's probably, like, driving through the prairies, I imagine. Oh, probably. It's pretty pretty boring. 
Furthest I've been west is Winnipeg. Oh, you're almost to the great, the great area. You just got to push through, <laughs> and then make, come over here and see what the mountains look like. Yeah, it's supposed to be pretty nice out there. Oh, it's gorgeous. <laughs> I'll never move back. I I do miss the Great Lakes, but I I won't move back. The mountains <laughs> are too good. Well, it is nice in Thunder Bay because we're right on the lake, so we have like the marina and like Lake Superior's like right downtown. So it's pretty nice there. But, that's uh, that's pretty cool. Other than uh, that, it's a pretty shitty town. <laughs> it's very pretty, but yeah, it looks nice. But <laughs> two years ago, we were the murder capital of Canada. So <laughs> that's awesome. I was actually I was born in Thompson, Manitoba, which is like the stab capital of Canada. <laughs> nice. And like we we drove back a couple of years ago uh, to visit my sister, and it was the first time I'd been back since I was born there, and it was the scariest place I have ever been. <laughs> Like, just drunk people everywhere. And I'm like, no wonder yep. this is the stab capital. That's what happens here. Everyone gets stabbed. There was, well, it was about two, yeah, I'd say about two years ago, because we had a murder a month <laughs> for the whole year. So that was awesome. And it was just drunk people killing each other. Well, as as they do. Yeah. It wasn't like, you know, random attacks of violence and people. It was just two drunk people fighting each other and then one killing the other one. <laughs> Well, they were probably doing that old school, like, Michael Jackson knife fight. <laughs> yeah. <from> like... <laughs> and then one slipped. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember. We stayed at a hotel. I don't know if it was in Thunder Bay. Is there, like, a big old hotel, like the Prince Edward or something? Yep. Yep. There's one of those. Okay. That was scary as hell. Yeah. It's, like, this old sketchy one downtown <laughs> Port Arthur. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, we were, like, because... We were going to push through, and then we were all really tired. So I was like, let's stop. And it was a reasonable price. And then we showed up, and, like, it just kind of looked sketchy. And yeah. then I pulled up, and, like, this drunk dude with, like, <laughs> blood all over his hands, like, put his <laughs> hands on my windows. Nice. Asking for change. And I'm like, this is this is where we die. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sketchy. <laughs> and then, like, we – you so we checked in. And, like, inside it wasn't too bad, although – we went uh, like down to like the pool hot tub area, and it, the hot tub was like one you'd buy at Costco or something. Oh, nice! <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa, this is weird." <laughs> and uh, and then I'm like, "Where do you want to eat?" And my wife's like, "Well, just down the street, I saw a McDonald's. That way, it's like a quick walk, and hopefully, we don't get in any trouble." So we walked down to the McDonald's, and there's like I don't know, four hundred freaking kids hanging around. <laughs> yeah. Like, trying to start fights. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to beat up kids today. This is ridiculous. <laughs> What's going on in Thunder Bay? That's a typical day. <laughs> oh. that's, how, that's how it is here. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. It looks nice driving through, though. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty. And then the, the I took big, and everything. And... Yeah, I wish, like, part of me wanted to venture around, but by then we were on our way back, and it was like I just wanted to be home. Yeah. Well, that's a long drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't too too bad. Uh, I can't remember. Between stops, it pissed rain really hard, and like to the point where we couldn't see anything. Oh wow! And it and it's funny because we like Ontario gets storms like really good storms. Yeah. Where Alberta like. It'll storm really hard for maybe like five, ten minutes, and then it blows over. 
So it's usually enough to kind of fuck up your day, but not the whole day. Yeah. But <laughs> I do. It's been like raining like every other day for the last month. Ew. It's been ridiculous. And it's like thunderstorms every other day, not even just like light rain. Yeah, I do miss a good thunderstorm. Like growing up right on Lake Erie, it used oh, to yeah. just roll in. And like it, it would be, it would be an all day event. You would just sit there and you'd watch like these storms just smash into the waves. Yeah, but fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I almost moved up to Alberta once. It was in like was it like the Northern Lights area, like way way up there. Okay. They had like people recruiting here, but then we didn't end up going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm uh right now I'm up in the oil field, so I'm pretty far north. But there's so many lights I can't see them the the northern lights. I'd have to actually grab a truck and go out and that's so much effort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just to see some crap in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> I could just drop acid and see the same thing. There you go. Stay yeah, the northern lights. <laughs> Sean, you're in a bathtub. <laughs> you're in the bathtub. You're drowning. <laughs> yeah, it's so beautiful. <laughs> gurgle, gurgle. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess we're not here to talk about Canada. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Canada. <laughs> it's it's kind of funny though. Like I listen back to some of my podcasts where if. I don't know what happens, but sometimes when I'm talking to some Americans, it's just like this wicked Canadian accent comes out. Yeah. And I listen back to certain words, and I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, I sound like that. Yeah, it's funny. I've done a few guest spots on uh, a couple of different shows. And, like, I don't know, about four or five minutes into it, they always, always, always go quiet. And I'm like, what? Like, you said a boot. I'm like, fuck you. No way. <laughs> yeah, I get that, too. I'm like, no one says a boot. Yeah, exactly. Or in like, it was like people with accents are like, man, you talk so funny. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, Americans love thinking that we say a boot. I know. And then you got to put on like the dance and be like, good day. Welcome yeah. to the show. Nah, dance, Canadian dance. <laughs> Tell us Canadian stuff. What's different in Canada? Oh, suck it. I know. There's. <laughs> Like, you guys go to igloo? Yeah, we got igloos up here. Yep. <laughs> all, all we do is drink syrup and ride moose. Although I keep seeing all this stuff about, like, like stuff in Canada or whatever. They always show the people dumping maple syrup in snow, and I've never done that. No, I've never done that either. So I don't know who these people are, like, dumping maple syrup in snow and letting it freeze and rolling it up on some stick. Or... <laughs> it's probably, like, people in, like, northern New York. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, this is a Canadian delicacy. Canadians like, nah, we just put on our pancakes. Exactly. Or it's like people in Toronto. <laughs> yeah. All stuck up. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, the center of the universe, Toronto. Yep. I remember Vancouver got the Olympics and it's like Toronto admits that other parts of Canada exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a big thing Briefly. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, they exist for now, but when this is done, fuck them. Yep. Well, like, half the people down there, they're like, oh, Northern Ontario. And then it's like North Bay or Sault Ste. Marie. I'm like, no, that's not Northern Ontario. <laughs> There's still like half of the province left. Yeah. They just think it ends there. And I've had well, people like, well, like in Toronto ask me what time zone I'm in. I'm like, we're the same time zone. <laughs> uh, don't you have to carry over or anything? It is yeah. fucking nutballs. Well, yeah, like when we moved out here, 
right away people are like, oh, you, I can tell where you're from. I'm like, well, why? And they're like, you're from the East Coast. I'm like, no, <laughs> from Ontario. They're like, same thing. I'm like, no, <laughs> not even close, man. They're like, yeah, any, anything, you know, uh, east of uh, Winnipeg is just the East Coast. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's you've got to look at a globe, man. I don't know. Yeah. What you're talking about. There's like French people and then there's newfies. Like there's there's a long way in between. But. Yep. Although when I did dial, dial your hotline there drunk, I did say I was from the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> well, in all like, fairness, I had about two liters of booze in me. <laughs> as you should. That was amazing. <laughs> Liter Smirnoff ice. Those things are $6. Are they now? Yeah. At, like the LCBO here in Ontario. It's $6 for a liter of Smirnoff ice. Six bones. So, like, why am I going to spend money buying coolers when I can buy a liter for $6? Hell, yeah. <laughs> That's usually when you can tell it's going to be a good night. If I end up buying one of those or, like, just, a, like, a Rockstar and vodka can. Oh, yeah. Because that, that means halfway I'm going to have to pound that and so my heart goes through my chest and I keep going. <laughs> just rally. I move on to the hard root beer after the Smirnoff ice. Oh, yeah, the whole root beer face that's going on right now is just amazing. It's only, like, the good ones are the vodka ones, though. I learned the hard way that the rum root beer ones are disgusting. Really? Because I think that's what I was drinking. I think it was Morgan's. Yeah, I was not a fan of that one. (laughs) The the Uncle, it's like Uncle something's hard root beer. Mm. It's actually really good. All right, I'll have to try it. (laughs) It's got vodka in it instead. Maybe it's just because I mix Smirnoff ice and rum. Oh, yeah, that could be pretty crazy. <laughs> and then, like, the the hard root beer is so gross, so my friend's like, here, add your Dr. Pepper to it. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, it's not any better. Yeah. I'll keep drinking it, but it's awful. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so it happens a couple liters in. <laughs> oh, yeah. After that, who cares? It's all going in. Exactly. <laughs> But we are here to talk about horror movies. Yeah, for sure. Um, I kind of grew up like on horror movies, the good old ones from the 80s, and watching those as a kid and just loving them. Um, I think Nightmare on Elm Street was probably my favorite series growing up as a kid in the 80s. <laughs> but I do remember the one that I think scared me. Well, the only movie that's ever like scared me as a kid, it was probably It. Oh, yeah. It's the only one that I can think of that's ever actually like gave me nightmares as a child. Now, what what was that? Was that because of the clown? Or I think so. Like I don't know if there's anything specific in it. I just remember actually like getting nightmares from that one. But you know, watching like Nightmare on Elm Street and Child's Play and everything else, and like not being bothered by any of those. But something I don't know if something about it just gave me nightmares. I remember weird. I. I think the first movie that gave me nightmares was Gremlins. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I don't know what it was. It just, they scared the living shit, and I still <laughs> like I love it to this day. I, it's one of my favorite movies. But when I was a kid, man, Gremlins scared the shit out of me. <laughs> and like every night, I would just have these terrible Gremlin dreams. And uh, and I mean that was back then when, like you you watch movies you weren't supposed to. We didn't have yeah. ratings back in the eighties. Yeah, exactly. Just, <laughs> Uh, you might see some shit, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Here, watch this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Uh, and like I remember watching like Evil Dead and like Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. and shit like that. Didn't scare me at all, but for whatever reason, those little <laughs> green bastards scared the shit out of me. Well, I know it's not really, I don't know if it's a horror movie, but like Tremors, I remember watching that at my friend's house and she literally lived across the street and I made my mom come pick me up. So my mom had to walk across the street <laughs> to walk me There's back across the street. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, I'm not walking across the road at night after watching Tremors. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> and she's like, okay, I guess I'll come, you know, walk you back across the street. Because <laughs> I would not walk across it. <laughs> that's perfect, because if they get you, Mom, I can run. Exactly. I can run faster than you. I'm younger. Exactly. <laughs> I was always, uh, when it came to the series, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street was great, but I, I was way more of a Friday the 13th fan. Yeah, I find, like, it, it seems like people I know are either in, like, one camp or the other. Yeah. <laughs> It's either like Freddy or Jason. <laughs> and then you have people that are like, what about Michael Myers? You sit down, Michael Myers. We'll get to you. Yeah. <laughs> you wait your turn. <laughs> I think I just love like the cockiness of Freddy. Oh, yeah. He's just such... of him. <laughs> and that's what made him, right? I mean, you got people like Jason Voorhees and, and Michael Myers. And they don't talk. It's just that. So that's eerie enough. Mm-hmm. But to have someone that's going to like carve you up with these fingernails. Yeah. Uh, talking shit to you the whole time. You're just yep. like, this is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Although I remember watching the, I think it was the, the Jason and space one. Oh, yeah. one that was where like they tricked him with like the hologram camp and I felt bad for him. Like, oh, they tricked poor Jason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was Jason X. And yeah, he stupid Jason. Yeah. <laughs> He was all sad that he got tricked by the holograms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's when they start getting real campy with it. Like, they're like, react. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Trick me. Like, Freddy versus Jason. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> I, I thought that was, it was, for what they did with it, it was really well done. I mean, you couldn't, yeah. you couldn't have either of them win outright. So, I mean, exactly. It was a pretty good split. And then, like, after that, they had all the, uh, well, who's going to be next? Like, is it going to be? And so they wanted to do, like, Pinhead versus Michael Myers. And then. One that I always wanted to see was, would be Pyramid Head versus the Executioner from Resident Evil. I want to see that fight. That'd be pretty crazy. Because I think that would be, like, a pretty equally matched fight. Now, there's been a lot of talk lately of, like, an actual, like, a video game with yeah. all the horror icons. Yeah, I saw some stuff on the online with the uh, with Leatherface in it. Well, like uh Mortal Kombat is it, it Mortal Kombat X? Is that the new game that's out? I think so, yeah. So they got the rights to Jason, uh Alien Predator and Leatherface as well in the uh the game prior, they had gotten the rights to Freddy. So, I mean, at this point, they've got a pretty good stable. And, I mean, if anybody's going to be able to do it justice, it'd be NetherRealm. Oh, yeah, for sure. That'd be an awesome game. It would be. And there is, there's one online already that's, like, fan-made. Yeah, I think that's the one I saw that had, like, clips of Leatherface fighting someone. Yeah, and, I mean, so it's, like, it's not great. But, I mean, it's better than nothing. But it, it would be sweet. I mean, the time has come. Where we need to be able to pit these guys up against each other and fuck do it Mortal Kombat style. You can have fatalities and shit in it. And- yeah. There was some movie. There was like some low budget B movie where it had like monsters fighting each other. 
Oh, was, yeah, yeah. It was like Cyclops versus like Swamp Witch and like weird ones like that. And they like actually fought each other in like a wrestling ring. Yeah, it was I think it was called like Monster Brawl or something. Yeah. I never I didn't see it, but it looked pretty interesting. It's a pretty good B movie. But it's like, you know, it's the same thing like you'd rather see like the main movie ones, like the famous ones fight each other. Yeah. <laughs> and settle all those arguments. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that'd be that'd be a good time. And then you can get the camps actually to rally around the troops. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I think those movies would be like they'd do well. <laughs> need something new that's the problem like you go through like all the different phases of like types of horror movies i guess like there's all like the found footage ones you know for a long time and then there's like all the slasher gore ones and the horrible phase with like the hostile ones and all that where it's just like shock value for the sake of it oh yeah the torture porn yeah where it's just like really like i want to see like I want is like an actual good scary movie. Like there's not just good scary movies anymore. Like what uh like what are you looking for? Well, something that's actually like just scary not just like like a slasher one. Like something that's yeah. actually like creepy and unsettling and, you know. I mean, I guess the Conjuring ones are kind of along that lines. Like I think they're trying to go down that path. But yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, out of and I've talked about it on the show that both Conjuring one and two are excellent movies for the horror genre. A lot of it is is going back to the practicality of it, because mm-hmm. um, like if you go back and you watch even like The Shining and stuff like that, yeah, the whole movie is unsettling and exactly. it has it has nothing to do with what's going on. It just happens to be the atmosphere that's developed around it. Yeah. But I think I don't know if people have attention uh, the attention span to deal with that anymore. Yeah, I think that's probably like like why all the you know eighteen paranormal activity ones did so well because you know they're low budget and then you know it's enough to get people in the theater to watch it. I uh, I like the first one. I like the first like I think two like the second yeah. one's okay too. Yeah, I was just gonna say I think the first two are good and then I watched the last one. I don't know, it was the Ghost Dimension or some fucking yeah. thing. And it kept doing the, uh, I call it the boner killer scare, where it, like, builds up, and then it's not something, and then they try to scare you again, and it's, I was like, ah, come on, guys. Yeah. What do we do? (laughs) See, I like going back to, like, the first one, Blair Witch. I actually really like Blair Witch. Blair Witch was top-notch, because it, uh, it made everybody think that it was real. Exactly. Like, they kept the actors out of the media. And even, like, the way it was filmed where they had, like, their instructions and, like, milk crates out in the woods and shit. So there was, like, that more realism to it. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. And a lot of the reactions were real because mm-hmm. eventually you're you're just walking around in the woods and, and you're like, okay, at this point I actually don't know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. And for, like, you know, the amount of budget they had. It was a really good movie. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then everything else, like, tried to capitalize on it afterwards. But, I mean, going into that one, it was kind of like, everyone was kind of wondering, like, is this real? Is this fake? Like, this can't be real, can it? You know, and then now it's like the found footage ones, all the paranormal activities, like, you know it's not real. Mm-hmm. Going into it. Well, yeah, and that's like going back further to, like, uh, I think one of the first found footage movies was like Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, 
And like, even now you watch that and you're like, it's mm, pretty fucked up. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it, it, it was a cool genre that was kind of not overplayed. Now it's just saturated as shit. Everybody's doing it. I mean, I could take my iPhone yeah. and go make one right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I find a lot of people where I was just overdone. I mean, and if you do it right, it looks pretty cool. But if you don't do it right, I mean, you end up seasick. Yeah, exactly. I think that was like the problem too with Blair Witch where a lot of people are getting sick with that one. And then so mm. the new found footage ones that have just, you know, like more of like a steady cam in it and stuff. But yeah, there's, you know, when it gets to be like, what was the last in Paranormal Activity, like five or six or something like that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit much for a series. Well, and they're like trying to patch together like Saw kind of thing. And you're, yeah. the timelines aren't adding up. Uh, I don't know. You know, the same thing with like Saw too. Like the first, you know, maybe three movies were good. And then it just got to be like, okay, this is enough. <laughs> yeah, okay. I know exactly. Okay, there's going to be death scenes. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a story. Okay, I get it. Uh, I went back. I rewatched uh, last October. I went and watched the whole series again. And I mean... Exactly what you're saying. The first couple, you're kind of into it, and then yeah. you just, then you just kind of got to finish it because you're like, "Well, I'm this far in, so <laughs> might as well finish it." But. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, what did you think about Blair Witch Two? I thought it would have been better if they didn't try and like associate so much with the first one. Like, if it yeah. was a standalone movie, it would have been okay. I mean, if they just went off of like, I mean, if you don't think of it as the sequel. Yeah. It's like a decent movie because it fits like the genre and everything else where, you know, they're just kind of investigating what happened and then it, bringing it back with them. But I mean, it's a, it's a completely different movie <laughs> than the first one. Like it should yeah, be called Blair Witch 2. No, and that and and that's what I totally agree with. I mean, it was I mean, it was all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just weird to to go from this found footage juggernaut to like a a normal movie. Yeah. You're exactly. just thinking, eh, I don't know what's going on here. But, I don't know. I, I thought it was an I- interesting take. Like, most people would have, like, well, like the fucking uh, Paranormal Activity guys. Yeah. Like, just keep just keep going. We're going to find ways that you're going to find VHS tapes. <laughs> yeah. In, in this digital age. Don't worry. We'll figure it out. <laughs> It'll make sense. Just go with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, like, it, if it wasn't, you know, considered a sequel, if it was its own movie, then I think it's a good, you know, good enough movie. It's no worse than anything else out there. <laughs> well, and they kind of, I, I, I think it just got a bad rap. I mean, yeah. they, number one, they just shouldn't have called it Blair Witch 2. Yeah, they should have exactly. called it whatever. They could have just called it Book of Shadows. Yeah. And then the, essentially you can, then you can play off of the first one a little bit, but it's not going to be heavily associated with it. Because, I mean, even they did really good with the soundtrack, having Marilyn Manson and all that shit. Like, it, oh, yeah. it was decent. It was decent. Yeah, I like, I think it was a good movie, you know, as a standalone movie. That wouldn't have been part of some Blur Witch series that they're trying to make. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the same yeah. thing with uh, Human Centipede too, where it's like it has nothing to do with the first one, really. See, the I, I haven't watched any of the Human Centipedes. The third one is completely awful, <laughs> <laughs> which is saying a lot. <laughs> and the second one doesn't really fit with the first one but it, it, they're along i mean human centipedes kind of along the lines of hostile too where it's just you know torture porn like shock value for the sake of it kind of thing yeah and i remember watching hostile and like 
my husband's like, oh, it's so gross. And I'm like, meh. You know, like, <laughs> eh. Really? <laughs> yeah, by not. The chick's eyeball is hanging off, like, eh. All right. <laughs> I've seen that before. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> Walk it off. <laughs> yeah. Just rub some dirt in that eyeball. What are you doing? Yeah. Get up and run through the woods. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the funny thing that, because my husband, he's a surveyor on the highways. So he's out in the bush, like pretty much all summer. And he always talks about how like in horror movies where all these people run through the woods and it's just so easy for them to just like run through the forest and there's no like undergrowth and not, you know, nothing like that. And he can't even walk like, you know, a meter into the bush without like being completely engulfed in a tree or leaves or something. Yeah. He's like, I wish we had woods like that around here. Yeah, exactly. Can't we just have paths in the woods everywhere we go? Yeah, exactly. Where they can actually, like, run through the woods and he can't even walk in it. Oh, hilarious. And then they always trip and fall. Of course. That's why I mean. <laughs> it's it's very dangerous there. There's yeah. roots and shit. <laughs> I mean, they, they can run high speed for a while, but then all of a sudden they just trip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's actually funny. Uh, my friend just started watching the scream series well, the <laughs> movies series um this past week there was a there was actually like a dvd store in town still oh wow that was like going out of business so all dvds were a dollar and she went and bought like 30 dvds nice <laughs> so i convinced her to get like the whole scream series so she just started watching those and she's like oh you know i never really liked them or thought about them i'm like they're good like well the first couple again are good i well, like them it's hard. It's hard to keep it going and not get stale. Yeah, I think that like you know, once it gets past three, then it's probably just kind of like you know, doing it for the sake of money at that point. Yeah, for sure. And it's it's funny, eh? Like back in uh, well, like the the eighties and such with Nightmare on Elm Street yeah. and, and all that stuff. It, we everybody was totally cool. Yeah, just keep pounding them out. Mm-hmm. And uh, just if like. Two months ago, I went. And I rewatched all of the the Friday the Thirteenth, and then I watched the uh, Camp Crystal Lake memoirs, which oh, is yeah. like a giant behind the scenes of all of it. Yeah, and like so much of it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Like there's no there's no continuity to the timeline or anything like that. But back then, we didn't care. We just wanted to see Jason kill people. Yeah, well, the same thing with Freddy. Like, oh, you can kill him one way in this movie, but then he comes back in the next one, and then it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> Which is crazy, right? And back then we were just like, no, nah, that's cool. And yeah. now, like, <laughs> if anybody does anything, the internet's like, you're dumb. Yep. That doesn't fit. That's yeah. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to make a series of movies that make no sense. <laughs> or it's like all completely different rules in each one. Yeah, exactly. In this one, he was killed by a silver bullet. But in this one, he's uh, silver can't even hurt him. <laughs> he uses oh it God. as a weapon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's his favorite cereal. Like... <laughs> Well, that's what was kind of cool about Scream, too, because they, like, talked about, like, all the different horror movies and, oh, you know, this happens in the in the sequel and you never, like, say I'll be right back and all that, which was kind of cool. Yeah, that was wicked. It's, Scream did a great job of being tongue-in-cheek mm-hmm. of a genre that it was inside. Like, it's really well done. Yeah. And then, like, after that, too, there was all the, the parody ones, so, yeah, like, yeah. Scary Movie. <laughs> oh the Wayans brothers yeah those were yeah. actually good the first again the first few of those were pretty good well I th- I'm trying to remember I think they did the first two yeah and then after that like the the company just took it off and and uh the first two are fucking just great yeah 
and they started uh, doing uh, new ones too. Like yeah, the Wayne yeah. Brothers again did. It was like I can't remember what it's called. I seen it on Netflix where it was like uh, take off Paranormal Activity. Yeah, it was like Haunted House or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, I think I watched the first one. They they're not as funny as the a scary movie, no. but they they had their moments. Yeah, because I, I think I watched the first one and it it was kind of funny. The scary movies were so good. Oh, so good. And then, like, thinking back, I always try and get, or I end up getting confused between Scream and the scary movie. I'm like, hey, which was in the real movie? <laughs> yeah. What stuff was in the real movie and what stuff wasn't? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think, I'm trying to remember, I think the second one was my favorite because it had, uh, what's his name with his little gimpy hand? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there was, like, a battle between him and the guy in the wheelchair. Oh, yeah. That was so and good. It was, it, it was top notch. Like it was just, it made the movie. Even, like, <laughs> he sticks his little hand in the mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> my germs, my germs. <laughs> Watch my fanny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fuck. There were so many good quotes from that film. Yeah, that one was really good. But again, you know, I guess then they end up having too many, and it gets overplayed. <laughs> well, it does, and that's I mean, that's Hollywood, right? Like they just beat it until it's dead. Yep. Although it's kind of nice to see, like, you know, with The Conjuring and stuff, like, going back to more stories in movies rather than just, like, pure gore. I mean, you know, slasher movies are good for what they are, but they get tiring after a while. Yeah, and I mean, it's all, it's, I mean, it's a slasher movie. It's the same thing. It's going to be a killer killing people. Yeah. I mean, I, no, I, for one, I'm, I'm ready for a story. I want to get, I really love paranormal shit. Like, anything to do with ghosts and demons and all that stuff it just gets me crazy. So, I don't know, Conjuring has done a really great job of not only going back to practical effects, but then also adding uh, these very rich stories that are, well, from the fucking, the actual stories from the Warrens. Yeah, so. exactly. And with the with the Annabelle, the one, two, or is just about the doll? Yeah, boo. <laughs> I never they, saw that one. <laughs> they fucked that one up. <laughs> the beginning of the Conjuring when they played the like the actual the story of Annabelle. Yeah. That was phenomenal. I was like, okay, perfect. Because I had read all that online before about that story. And when they said, okay, they're gonna do a spin-off, I wanted that story. I wanted to hear how that happened. Yeah. And they didn't give us that story. <laughs> and the movie is abysmal. Yeah, I guess that's like the hard part too when you kind of like know a bit of the story and expect it to be one thing and they're just like, nope, we're going to Hollywoodize it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I can't even, I can't even tell you what, what that story, that movie was so in and out of my brain, I didn't even care. <laughs> and uh, and look, have you seen Conjuring 2? Yeah, I've seen Conjuring 2. So they're doing the spinoff of The Nun. Okay. And that's already uh, kind of been greenlit. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. I'm just hoping they don't fuck that up. Yeah. Because that would be a good story. Yeah, exactly. Like, that was scary as shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were actually, like, pretty good recent horror movies. I think that, like, I don't know. I mean, like, I said, well... I've always loved horror movies and I always loved zombies and it was the same thing where like zombies just got completely overplayed and now I don't even want to watch zombie movies anymore. Yeah. I, I was just watching actually before we got on here I was watching Zombieland. Oh nice. And 
It's good because it doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah, like that was a really good one. I liked it. I think that when it gets to the point where it's, you know, every other thing on like Netflix is like zombie this and zombie that. And I'm just like, oh, that's too many. Although I think my favorite zombie movie has to be uh, A Zombies. It's like A-A-H-H-H-H-H Zombies. <laughs> but it's cool because it's like from the perspective of the people that like get turned into zombies and so they see everything else is like all sped up and weird and they think everyone else is possessed and then like it flips to like the other people's view of like them as zombies just like shuffling around and trying to talk to each other oh that's pretty funny so it keeps going like back and forth which is kind of cool because it's like a different take on it that's really cool zombies yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen that one, but I'll have to check it out. Is it more serious or is it kind of a comedy? It's like a com- like a comedy type one. Like it's pretty campy, but it's really good. There was uh, there was one a year or two ago, Warm Bodies. Oh, yeah. That was kind of interesting. Yeah, that was another good one too where he like slowly starts becoming human again. Yeah, yeah. And like they, they communicate with each other and kind of do what they did when they were uh humans and that sort of deal and i like and that's what i'm looking for like i'm looking for a li- just a little different take enough yeah. to kind of get me out of it not the same old you know hordes of zombies yeah. my zombies are still like the original day of the dead ones where you just like walk past and push them over <laughs> yeah exactly not the fast running zombies i love watching like the original few like day of the dead and dawn of the dead and all that where they're like you know, just slowly <laughs> shuffling after them so you can, like, get away from them at a brisk walk. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm not a fan of the fast zombies. I guess it makes it scarier, but, like, watching, like, 28 Days Later and uh, World War Z. Yeah. I'm just like, ah, man, zombies are kind of fucking scary enough. Why do we got to speed them up? Yeah, exactly. I'm a big fan of the Resident Evil ones, but I think that's because from the game. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I like those ones with that virus. It, yeah, virus. the DLT. Mm-hmm. Goddamn Umbrella Corporation. <laughs> we actually used to have our Jeep all decked out like Umbrella Corporation. It was pretty fucking wicked. We <laughs> That's big, awesome. Uh, black Jeep Wrangler. And we got big Umbrella Corporation decals for the doors. And then on the sides, it had like zombie response vehicle. And then the license plate was Umcorp 1. <laughs> we went across the border of the states we were coming back and they're like uh was it a worker ple- you know was it for business or pleasure and we're like oh we were just you know going shopping stuff they're like well who do you work for and they thought we like we worked for the umbrella corporation <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like yelling out the window i'm like it's a movie it's from resident evil <laughs> like we're gonna have to pull you over here yeah we're like you we don't work for the umbrella corporation we're not you know it's not a zombie response vehicle <laughs> Yeah, we're just checking out the zombie situation in Minnesota and driving back to <laughs> Ontario <laughs> here. Heard you guys had a case of zombies over here. Yeah. We're just checking it out. Yeah. It all checked out. Feel good. <laughs> and then we sold that Jeep, so no Aww. more zombie, zombie Jeep. That's kind of sad. That yeah. sounds pretty badass. I'll have to post the pictures on Twitter. I, have, I still have the pictures of it because it was pretty awesome. Just huge decals on the doors. Giant umbrella logo. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. We still have the license plate. We got a Jeep Cherokee now, but it doesn't really fit having Umcorp on the Jeep Cherokee <laughs> with ne- nothing else mentioned on it. Yeah, it's just random. Yeah, people are like, uh, what's that? Uh, Umbrella Corporation? Yeah, yeah I, I love the Resident Evil ones. 
Yeah, they were fun. The games were fun. The movies were pretty fun. I was kind of hoping in, like, the first movie, though, that it would be, like, the first game where it just, like, cut to a black screen of, like, a door opening. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that would have been pretty sweet. Because I know in, uh, in Doom, they had, like, the little first-person part of it there where he ended up, like, from per- first-person view shooting a bunch of things. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was pretty dope. Which was kind of cool take of it. In the new, uh, what was it, Wolfenstein. There's a new Wolfenstein game. And it actually, like, there's one part you can go back, and it's, like, the old game from the 90s on the computer. Oh, that's pretty cool. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah, I like how there's a there's a lot of things that are doing little homages to to the good old days. Yeah. That's, pre- that's pretty sweet. I mean, it's better than, like, you know, I'm not a big fan of, like, remakes of movies. Mm. I, like, I prefer, you know, the originals and the classics to say classics. And, like, the new Nightmare on Elm Street, where... You know, they well, they like it was okay, I guess, for what it was, but they made it more horror like and then less fun, I think. Because, I mean, the whole point of Freddy was like, you know, <clears throat> like you said, like him like talking shit to you <laughs> while he's murdering you. Yeah. And it didn't really have that feel of it. No, and I mean, I, I refused for quite a while to watch it, and then I remember sitting down, and I mean, there was, there were some things that they did. That that were pretty cool, different dream, like dream sequences and stuff like yeah. that. But Robert Unglund's Freddy, man, exactly. And like you see him, like even just like in like regular life, and it's Freddy, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like he's never yeah, gonna and, get away from it. No, and and like I think that that plagued him a little bit in his career. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, he he ended up doing fairly well with horror and stuff, but. Well, it's like they're talking about the It remake that keeps like going back and forth. And I'm like, with It, I mean, they're going to do the new one. It's going to be like all CGI and all these other special effects. And like, what made it so good? It was just a creepy ass clown with like funky teeth. <laughs> you know? Like it's, it doesn't need this big like remake and it's just going to be too big for what it is. Yeah. Well, that's it, right? Like it, it was just bizarre. Yeah. And that's all we needed. We're like, all right, it's bizarre. Fuck it. Let's strap in. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, I mean, you know, Tim Curry is the fucking clown with his, like, sharp teeth murdering children. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have, like, some other person and it's just going to be, like, all CGI. And I think that that's what I love about, like, the old horror movies is, again, like, the practical effects. Like, I love that stuff. I'd rather not have, like, a whole pile of CGI in a movie. No, totally. That's I, that was the biggest reason I think I fell in love with horror movies. Was like, I remember seeing Evil Dead when I was way too young to see Evil Dead, <laughs> and like, just the shit that they did on yeah. such a, like a, a fucking shoestring budget. I was like, this is impressive. And then, I, I, like as I got older, you, they started coming out with different like documentaries and stuff of how they did things and like watching how they did a bunch of the kill scenes from like Friday the 13th and like how the body's actually placed compared to the like the actual apparatus yeah. that the thing. it was so impressive and like I, I just feel like I don't want to take anything away from like the computer people that do CGI yeah. that shit is amazing but practical effects holy shit like Tom Savini shit like that like oh man, yeah you you can't outdo that stuff there was um the documentary for the Nightmare on Elm Street one and they're talking about like when all the blood came flying out of the bed and how they actually like flipped the whole room set upside down to like dump <laughs> it out. 
and it was like on a big rotating set like they built the whole room and like actually flipped the whole set completely upside down to get that effect that's awesome and again like no one's going to do that today no one's going to build a whole set that you can flip completely upside down (laughs) they'll just have it you know cgi out of the bed exactly yeah exactly yeah why waste the time when we can just get some guy to put it through a computer yeah it'll look the same but it doesn't look the same no exactly i think and like even when it's like you know ridiculous freddy walking down the alley with his big puppet arms (laughs) it looks so ridiculous but i mean for what it was back then like it was pretty awesome well yeah that's just it they could do it and with computers now and it would look like fluidless but it, it would it's not as creepy as like the jerky motion of these big fake arms like yeah. it's, it that adds to it yeah and that makes a big difference in it and like you know you look at the cgi ones and you know it's cgi oh yeah so like it kind of takes you out of it a bit i mean it's good for some movies but i think it's like it's harder in horror i'd rather see like real effects in horror but yeah that's just it if i'm watching like the avengers or something yeah. then yeah cgi the shit out of it that's what i want yeah exactly but with horror, no. Like even stuff like you go to The Exorcist, where yeah, when she gets like slapped across the face and flies across the room, like that was big guys pulling her on a string yeah. to jerk her across, <laughs> and that's why like. And then when she falls, that look on her face—that's actual pain. She fucking hit the floor. Yeah, like, and now they would just like zip her away. Yeah, exactly. Oh, all CGI. Not even yeah. a real person anymore. <laughs> I think that that was, like, probably what added to it, too, because with the real effects, there was more, like, like from the actors, like, the real feel of it, because they're feeling pain from a lot of these things. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, I, the, in The Exorcist, they turned down the studio, so it was so fucking cold. Like, they're shivering. They're really shivering. Like, that's that's how they did shit. Like, back then, they, they it was all method acting. They made you freeze. They yeah. made you go through that. Where now, you, I don't know, you're kind of babysat a bit. but Yeah, well, because actors are all, you know, got to sit in their warm trailers and drink their coffees. And yeah. <laughs> not be out there in the woods for real running around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's my fucking Frappuccino? Yeah. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Back to it. <laughs> I think that's why I end up watching a lot more, like, the documentaries and stuff on them and like real life stuff nowadays. Well, yeah, I mean, in, it's funny. I, I got talking, um, on a show the other day with, uh, with a horror director just about how I think people are just at a, at a point where they just want realism. Yeah. And I, and I'm not necessarily meaning like stuff that kind of looks real, like fucking hostile and bullshit like that. Like, they just they want real shit. I mean, I think that's why a lot of people like podcasts. It's real. It's not radio. It's not polished. It's 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 real people talking about real opinions, and they're gonna say real shit. And you got the same thing with movies, where yeah. like I I want to see the practical effects. I want to see real shit happen. I I mean, yeah, you could do it with a computer, but come on, man. Well, I Put think that little... that's what like you know makes it better. I think you you get the story and you get the real effects, and it adds that extra bit to it where you know if it's all just like cgi and gore and stuff you're like okay it's entertaining but it's a lot more creepy (laughs) or like unsettling when you can believe that it's like a real story Mm -hmm. and i think like you know 
like in Blair Witch where you never really see what it is where like they're just kind of in the tent and you hear the baby laughing or the baby crying the little girl laughing and stuff like you know that's creepy (laughs) that's unsettling no yeah exactly and that's just it that's they took it from like this uh, level of where you see somebody getting cut up and it's like this shock sort of if you go back and you watch like kind of older stuff where it's just it's like fucking cerebral like it's all about the atmosphere it's about not showing you what's going to happen about you using your brain to think oh my god it could be this it could be that yeah and I mean, I, and I mean, that's why fucking books are so good, right? I mean, yep. you get to make up the world yourself. Yeah, and it's like what you can imagine is probably like always worse than what they could put on screen. Totally, because <laughs> essentially you're going to put yourself in that scenario. You're going to pull things from your past that freak you out that you're going to put into that situation. You're like, that's probably what happened. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like I remember watching some – I think it was like some talk show probably when I was a kid about ghosts or whatever, but it's like always stuck with me where the kid was like the first time he saw the ghost, it was like eyeballs in the ceiling. So it's like any time where there's like movies with like, you know, shadows or stuff like that. Or I just like kind of imagine like seeing eyeballs in the ceiling <laughs> because that's what's sitting in my head. So, you know, that's what I think of. And I think there that were... like it's those stories where, you know, like that you don't see it. So you're left to think of yourself. What would you think would be scary in that situation? Totally. No, you're totally right. I was just going to say that there's a, 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 I think it's in the original Amityville Horror. There's one scene where he looks out the window and there's like glowing eyes. Yeah. And and I can't remember if it ends up being actual eyes or it ends up being like lights outside or something. But it's it's so freaky. Yeah. That even now when I watch it and it's, it's, it's fucking brief. And I think <laughs> the music kicks in at the same time. All the hair on my body stands up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think because you live in Canada, so you can imagine stuff out in the woods. Fucking A. <laughs> We've all been camping and heard shit out there. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> like, is it a bear or is it demons? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> could be murderers coming to kill me. Or yeah, that's it could right. could be a moose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's Which so many Which is coming to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll take the murderers, please. Yeah. Instead Instead of trying to fight off a murderer than a giant moose. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Have you, did you see the, the shallows at all? No, I've actually, I've seen the, uh, the trailers for it. And that was actually one that I'm kind of looking forward to because it is again, like the story of it and not just all, you know, like build up and gore. I mean, like, I like, I like slasher movies. I like gore movies, but it's getting to that point where I'm like, I'd rather see, ones like that you know where it's more story and i think it looks pretty interesting where it's just you know kind of like a single person surviving kind of deal okay i'm gonna i have seen it and i i wrote a review on it and as far as i can tell i'm in the minority for the 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 review i gave it so i'm curious i want you to watch it and let me know what you think is it on netflix no i think it's still in theaters oh I'll uh, get a copy of it. (laughs) I'll obtain it somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just curious. Yeah, and then we'll talk about it more then. Uh, Yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, it was definitely one that piqued my interest seeing that. I didn't think it was going to be like like so many other typical ones that are out. So it kind of stuck with me. Plus, water is always creepy. 
Water's really creepy. I, I think, don't like, know. What... The most unsettling thing is like seeing a lake at nighttime. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, because nobody knows what's under there. <laughs> well, it's just like, it's, I don't know, it's just unsettling. And my husband's always like, oh, we go for a swim in the dark. And I'm like, no, I'm not going until like at night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is. I, I never really thought of it. I mean, growing up on water, but I, I never really went swimming at night. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> like anytime wonder... we've been camping and stuff and it's like, you know, I go sit on the dock and look at it, but I'm not going in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's when the monsters get you. Yeah. I've seen too many horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> I know better. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that probably wraps up our horror movie talk. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to keep you too long. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> well, I'm the one that's got to edit a podcast, so I try to keep them under an hour. <laughs> That's good. I find the hours a pretty good mark. I make the mistake of like usually when I have my British friends on, it ends up being like three hours, mm. and it's just painful. <laughs> and then do you cut that down to an hour? Um, a couple times I've cut it just like in half and done it as two. Oh yeah. Um, I think one I did where it was like maybe a little over two hours in one shot, and then now I kind of just have a timer. I'm like, okay, we're done now, because <laughs> I don't want to edit a three-hour podcast. Yeah. That's, That's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, see, over at FYC, we don't edit anything. We just put it out. <laughs> yeah, well, like, most of the time, I don't really edit much. Like, if I know there's, like, pauses or, like, you know, something that I got to cut out or, like, oh, if I have to, like, you know, leave for a minute or two so I know there's, like, that space in there or whatever. But other than that, I don't really cut anything out. Awesome. I just slap the theme song on and then outro and boom done <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect that's i don't know that's i think that's the way it should be but except for my drunk podcast oh yeah those i have to listen back and edit <laughs> yeah well wait what did i say <laughs> yeah just in case because you never know <laughs> i'm a golden god wait a minute <laughs> it's just like 18 drunk voicemails <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, it was funny. The first one, I kind of like, I burned through like all my numbers in like half an hour. <laughs> so I'm like, now what are we going to do? I guess we'll call people back. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, that was pretty fun playing those. <laughs> I'm like, oh, she's drunk again. All right. <laughs> I don't even, like, it's funny again, too, because like I listen back. I'm like, I don't even remember calling some of these people back a second time. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> And then it's funny too, like listening to like the podcast, like like yours and the other ones that it's on, because you don't hear like the other stuff before and after it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So I listen to the drunk, and I hear like you know us talking like before leaving the message, and then like talking afterwards. <laughs> where there was the one where I'm like, oh, I'm gonna call back and say so fetch, and then I never did. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I forgot so fetch. Yeah. And like I made a point, I'm like, I'm gonna call him and say so fetch, and then I didn't. And then afterwards, I'm like, oh, I forgot to say it. <laughs> <laughs> we should have just talked about Mean Girls for an hour. <laughs> totally. <laughs> We're bringing that back. Yeah, We're making, making it a thing. Making so fetch happen. <laughs> Damn right. Well, thanks for being on and talking about horror movies. No, thanks for having me. It was awesome. And I'll be sure to check out The Shallows, and we'll touch base after that and talk about. All it. right. Sounds good. I'm curious. <laughs> and be sure to head over to FYFCpodcast.com. You can find Fear's podcast, Fearcast. You can find their main podcast, Fifthcast, as well as the Naked Porch podcast. And just sort of all their other stuff, uh, Patreon and everything on there.
Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Little Geek Lost. I hope you enjoyed it. You can find me online at littlegeeklost.com. I am also on iTunes, on Stitcher, and on Google Play, and a proud member of the Potter and Family Network. So if you search hashtag Potter and Family on Twitter, check out all those other great shows, and you'll find mine in there as well. Uh, If you're on YouTube and you're into the video kind of thing, you can find my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash littlegeeklost. And as well, if you want to pick up a t-shirt or some kind of Little Geek Lost swag, you can find my stuff over at redbubble.com and just search Little Geek Lost, all one word.